Okay, well, let's start. I'm going to go here to, let me just show you the uh, index here, because like I say, we're, we're, we're not, uh, we're just using uh, the big screen here, but, uh, ah, hang on a second, let me get out of that, I don't want that, let's see, oh, there we go, um, you know, from, uh, this is looking at the index, your, your New Testament start from Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, all the way down here to, all the way to what, to Revelation, of course, right down here. Oh, and of course, the rest of these, these are your Genesis, Exodus. This is just, I'm just trying to show you where we're at here. So I want to go all the way down here to this book called James. Now, James is interesting. Oh, if you've got, um, like when you open your Bible, sometimes you have these, this information is right there in front of you. But James actually was the brother of Jesus. He was one of the real brothers. It's not James and John. It's not that James, because that James... That James got killed. Uh, no, excuse me. He didn't get killed. John. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he was in the book of Acts. But anyway, uh, this James here was actually the Lord's brother. Okay. So he grew up with Jesus. And, of course, we also understand the book of John. His mother and his brothers, at one point, they weren't too sure what Jesus was up to. Jesus had a meeting one time, and, I mean, a lot of people were there. And his brothers and his mother was outside, and they said, hey, your mother and your brother are outside. And Jesus said, who is my mother and my brother but those that hear the word of God and do it? But anyway, and this guy was one of, his bro one of the brothers that sassed him a little bit in the book of John because his brother said, why don't you go up to Jerusalem? Because if you're trying to be famous, that's what famous people do. And Jesus said, my time is not yet, but your time is always. And so his brothers went on up there. What's funny, as soon as they left the house, the scripture says, as soon as they left, Jesus snuck in and he went back later and went up there. And that's when he said, I am the bread of life. He that comes to me, you know, whatever, <clears throat> that great situation there. But anyway, something's happened to this fella at this point, though. He knows some things. Well, he found out. That his half-brother, Jesus, really was the Lord. So anyway, he says, James, servant of God, and from Jesus Christ. Uh, but now I want us to go straight to um, the fifth chapter, which is, it's, well, I like to call it an email. So here's the fifth chapter. This is the very last bit of it here. And um, let's see. Um, the, you know, he's wrapping things up here. Remember, the book of James, you could read it in about 20 minutes. It wouldn't take you long. Uh, now, I want us to get down to the last little bit he's saying here. I'm going to skip ahead just a little bit. Uh, okay, let's see. James 5, hang on a second. Oh, look at that verse 14. Hmm. Well, I'll start with 13. James 5, 13. Is any among you suffering? Oh, yeah, we're all suffering. Well, wait a minute. Well, yeah, well, look at this. He should keep on praying about it. Well, we don't pray for more trouble. The story of the Bible is when you're in trouble, pray and God will get you out. Wow. Anyway, and those who have reason to be thankful should continue to be singing praises to God. Now look at 14. Now the English language means something here. And we've got everything else about Jesus was written down and we find out, okay, he died for my sins. He's going to take me to heaven. Well, look what this verse says. Is he crazy? Well, reason a lot of people think he's crazy is because we don't get taught that Jesus is still doing what he used to do. You know, all the miracles that took place in the Old Testament, Jesus wasn't even there. 
as far as seeing him. So it's a lot like what we have today. So just to think that, boy, if I was with Jesus when he was here, I could get healing. I could make my back would be better. No, you don't. And now here's, look at the update here. So here's the Lord's actual brother. Look what he says. Is anyone sick? He should call for the elders of the church. They should pray over him, pour a little oil upon him, calling on the Lord to heal him. Yeah, but it might not always work. Well, look what it says. And their prayer, if offered in faith, will heal him. Well, we don't want to rush to judgment here and say, well, I, I don't, I, a lot of things people get upset about, they, especially this right here, they go, well, you know, you're going to say it's a faith problem? <laughs> Jesus always said it was a faith problem. Peter was walking on the water one time. He's on the water. And then he starts seeing, it's pretty windy out here. There's lightning, there's thunder, the waves are up and down, and he starts to sink. That's because he just doubted. We all believe there's a God, but there's a problem when it comes down to when your back's hurting so bad, it's easy to think, I can just deal with this. It's all right, or maybe there's a reason. You don't want to be thinking that way. Let me show you as an example right here. Uh, uh, what well, for, before we get any further here, notice this. He says, the Lord, if offered in faith, he'll heal him for the Lord will make him well. And if his sickness was caused by some sin, the Lord will forgive him. So it doesn't matter. We, sometimes we go, well, I guess I'm just getting my just due or I'm having to walk with a limp because, you know, <laughs> you know I'm, I'm not the best Christian. It doesn't matter. Jesus will take care of all of those situations. So many places I could go here. But anyway, uh, notice it says, um, verse 16, he doesn't quit, so we're, we must be on target. Admit your faults one to another. Pray for each other so that you may be healed. Now, hold up. Here's, oh, here's this Elisha guy. Wait a minute. We've been studying him. The earnest prayer. Now, the earnest prayer means don't give up. And that's what faith is. Don't give up. I don't care if you've been, your arm, the doctors have said there's nothing we can do. Don't you give up, though. Don't you ever give up. You just keep telling this guy right here what you want. You know, we don't have to settle. There was a blind guy one time. Jesus laid his hands on him. And after he got, he said, what do you see? And the blind guy said, well, I see everybody like trees walking around. Well, Jesus didn't think that was good enough. He laid his hands on him again. And the guy opened his eyes and said, what do you see now? He says, I see all men clearly. And I'm like, wait a minute. I won't. So there's hope. We throw everything away sometimes because we've heard too much being nice. You know, well, I don't want to tell somebody it's not their faith. Oh, my goodness. We can't have a backup plan and say, well, I got my, my Jesus card. Yeah, but just in case Jesus doesn't work, I'm into Hinduism and I'm into, <laughs> I'm into all these other. No, there's only one way, Jesus. And so we understand what faith is. You just lock on. But now let's go back to this just a second. So he sure is inferring, inferring here that the prayer offered in faith will heal, will heal him. Wow. Let's just see if some of this stuff is so. Well, let's back up and let's go to, we'll go to the book of Matthew. And in Matthew, let's go to, I want to go to chapter, uh, chapter 9. I remember a little story here about a couple of blind people. Notice what Jesus said about their faith. Oh, it's about verse 27. Here we go. Uh, that, I mean, there, this was a girl here. She was dead, but uh, Jesus raised her back to life again. Okay, now look at this. As Jesus was leaving her home, two blind men followed along behind, shouting, O son of David, have mercy on us. And he asked them, look at that. Do you believe? 
I can make you see. See, a lot of times we think, well, he can make them see, but not me see. Or sometimes we'll think, well, you've got the power, you just decide. No, it's, it's not his decision. They were the ones that were shouting out, oh, son of David, have mercy on me. Now, what's funny is that's a prayer. You can have it too. You can tell St. Lowell, son of David, have mercy on me. Could be sick at your stomach, your head's pounding, whatever. I mean, yeah, I mean I've, I've heard it all. I, you know, that's the reason we have doctors today. Well, wait a minute. We ain't had doctors all that long. <laughs> we, there's only been medical science for p- basically probably 75 or 100 years that's been structured that way. How did we survive to that point? In other words, it was just God gave Some people say it's because they just haven't been reading the Bible enough and, and lack of believing that this is true. We think this is mythological. We think this is... He meant to tell us... Let me tell you what he meant. He meant for you to get well. He wants you to be well. So we take it for what it says. But what's interesting is we can watch these two blind men. Okay, they heard Jesus is coming. Oh, son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus comes up to them and they're going, okay... Do you believe I can make you see? Well, look what their answer was. We do. Then he touched their eyes and said, because of your faith, it will happen. Now, this is not some trick that we don't need Jesus. Now, now we're just going to use faith. No, it's faith in the Lord. That's, that's all it ever is. And it's, and it's easy. Not anything difficult. Let's go uh, to uh, the... Uh, Oh, well, actually, notice that's the ninth chapter. Let me go to the 10th chapter. Look what happened here. He called his 12 disciples and he gave them authority. I mean, I, I grew up in the Baptist church. I was at Weatherly Baptist. I know Myrna was at Weatherly Baptist too, but nobody ever told us any of these things. I never heard of this. You had to read this on your own. Now, they didn't care if you read it on your own because we all stood there and said, I believe the Bible. But look at this. This is inspirational. He gave his 12 He gave them authority to cast out evil spirits and to heal every kind of sickness and disease. Boy, wouldn't that be nice? Well, some people say it was just for the 12. Now, the book of Acts, it was everybody, okay? You know, and we'll see in the book of Luke here, it was was everybody too. And in the end of the book of Mark. But anyway, you get to thinking, well, Lord, you sure were mighty good back in the day. Can you help me? Yes. His own brother said, if we just asked the Lord, he'd help us. Now, uh, let's go to, uh, uh, I want to go to this, this same, it's the same layout. This is, both of these guys wrote the history of Jesus. Look what happened here. One day he called the 12, he gave them authority over demons, power to cast them out and to heal diseases. Now we've got it twice. And then look what he said do. Yeah, but there must be, you, you sort of pick and choose. No, what's this? Then he sent them away to tell everyone, oh boy, about the coming of the kingdom of God. We've been talking about these kings and whatever. And see, we got a new Jesus and he's coming. That would, anyway, that's the kingdom. But notice what he said. Tell them of the kingdom of God and heal the sick. Well, that's just the 12. Well, yeah, that's just the 12 there, but what's this? Oh, Go to the 10th chapter, the very next chapter. Now he chose 70 and sent them on ahead. Yeah, but it didn't say he gave them power to heal. Oh, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Look what he says. He says, uh, oh, 
Oh, look what he said. Oh, I passed it right there. Did you see it? Oh. He said, if a town welcomes you, follow these two rules. Eat whatever's set before you. Then look at this. Heal the sick, and as you heal them, tell them the kingdom of God is very near to you. Now, if I'm just reading that myself, and I'm hurting, been hurting a long time, or got a bad report, or I'm just worried about my health. You know what I could be doing? I could be doing, you know, Lord, you said you took, you actually sent your staff to go, t- I mean, I'm part of that staff. Now I need to be believing this. Well, now I know what faith is. I need to be believing this. But see, I've been taught we're kind of on our own. Jesus will take us to heaven, but we're on our own as far as our bodies are concerned. No, no. He'll take care of you. Oh, we, we can get ourselves hurt in car wrecks and accidents or whatever. We can cut our fingers or whatever. But the Lord will help you. Praise the Lord. He really will. Oh, let's, let, let's go. That's Luke right there. And there's one story right after another here. But let's go, to, let's go to Mark. Look what happened in the book of Mark here. That was Matthew and Mark. Excuse me, Luke. Look at Mark. Same stories. But let's go to the end. This is the wrap-up. This is the final words that... This guy named Mark said, let's see what he says. He said, go into all the world, preach the good news to everyone. Okay, notice everywhere. So who's the people? Everyone, everywhere. Now watch this. Those who believe and are baptized are saved, okay? In other words, we believe in Jesus, we're going to heaven. Those who refuse, well, we're going to be condemned. But now, okay, but now watch this. Those who believe shall use my authority. Wow. Wow. He said, to cast out demons, they'll speak with new tongues. He says, they'll be able to handle snakes with safety. And if they drink anything poisonous, it won't hurt them. And look at this. And they'll be able to place their hands on the sick and heal them. I'll tell you, I'm starting to get embarrassed for Jesus here. I'm like, Jesus, oh, you went too far. No, he didn't go too far. I quit paying attention to the scriptures. Let's go look at David just a moment. Well, anyway, the whole, your Bible's laid out here. Notice this. You've got, uh, let me straighten this out just a second. We've looked at Matthew and Mark, and we looked at James just a second here. Let me close this. Now look at this. You've got Matthew. This is where Jesus shows up. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts. The word Acts actually means what they acted like. Oh my goodness. From start to finish, there was healing in there. Praise the Lord. And it's not just special cases. Let me see if I see one here right here in the uh, in the ninth chapter. I think I do. Let's see. Oh. Oh. Okay, hang on a second. Let's see. I'm looking in the oh. The ninth chapter. Hold one second. Do, 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 do. There it is. I knew it. Praise the Lord. Look at this. Peter. We know who he is. Now remember, Jesus is gone. He's in heaven now. Travel from place to place to visit them. In his travels, he came to the believers in the town of Lydda. Okay, he went to New Hope. Okay, great. There he met a man named Aenus, paralyzed, bedridden for 18 years. Look what Peter said. Aenus, Jesus Christ has healed you. Get up and make your bed. Wow. And he was instantly healed. Now, what's going on here? Anyway, notice this. They didn't keep it quiet. Then the whole population at this town, there's two towns. We'll say New Hope and Huntsville. Man, they turned to the Lord when they saw 
this guy walking around. And that's what happens today when all of a sudden you can't figure out why you're okay. And you start telling your friends on the phone or in a letter, whatever. I don't know what happened. I got to praying about it and it went away. I mean, Melody tells a story about she had to, you know, a nice looking. We're talking about your daughters being nice looking. Had these doggone warts. But Melody had come to the same conclusion. She thought, well, you know, Jesus is true. She's just whispering her prayers to the Lord. And she couldn't believe that they just went away. But anyway. The whole book of Acts is a history lesson here. Okay, uh, now I'm going to speed ahead just a little bit. Let's go to the very last chapter. Now there's bunches of them all through here. And therefore our building of our faith. So we'll go, you know what, Lord? Nobody can help me but you. I mean, it's either do this or just deal with it or I trust you're going to take care of me. Well, look at this right here. All right, they, they landed on this island. This was a big shipwreck, but they all survived, which was amazing. Okay. Paul gets bit by a snake here. You know, you could get stung by a wasp. There's all kinds of things you can go, hey, wait, that's like Paul. And quit thinking this guy here is some sort of super, almost like a god. He's a god. No, these people are going to think he is, but Paul straightens them out and says, he was gathering a bunch of sticks and they call this a two-step. This kind of snake here, if it bites you, the second step, you're boom, you're out of it. Well, it didn't. The people of the island saw, saw it hanging there and said, no doubt, he's a murderer. You know, though he escaped the sea, justice will not permit him to live. But Paul shook off the snake in the fire and was unharmed. The people waited for him to begin swelling and to suddenly fall dead. But when they waited a long time and no harm, they changed their minds and said he was a god. Well, everybody in the Bible that hears people saying that about you, they always go, no, 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 let me tell you. There is one God, and they tell you who he really is. But anyway, so uh, notice this, verse 7. So that was a snake bite, verses 1 through 6. So when they got to the estate belonging to Publis, the governor of the island, you know, like a governor of Alabama, he welcomed us. He gave us food for three days. As it happened, his dad was ill with a fever and dysentery, okay? Paul went in. Now, where did Paul find out it was okay to do this? Didn't he go get instructions? No, we don't have any of those instructions. The Lord already gave instructions. He healed entire multitudes. And we're fixing to jump back in the Old Testament and see what they did. Okay. Paul went in, prayed for him. Now, a lot of people, they check out. Oh, don't you think I pray? I know you pray. Don't be upset with me. You could tell your friends. We all pray. But you got to get a hold of yourself and say, you know what? This is mine. I'm not giving up. This is mine. Now, that kind of prayer usually don't take place much. And let me give you an example for this. Uh, just one second. Paul went in. He prayed for him, laying his hands on him. Boy, healed him. Look at this. Then all the other sick people in the island came and were cured. Of course, these are fairy tales. That is the biggest lie. Oh, wait. I'm talking about the Bible. No, it's not a lie. It happened. I'll never forget my grandmother was the one that stirred me up on all this back when I was in high school. I'm like, Grandma, I never heard that. And so when nobody was looking, I went over it and I read it myself because <laughs> I always believed Jesus was telling the truth. And I had to go, you know what? How come nobody's been telling me this? But it don't matter. I don't need everybody else to tell me this. It's what I need to be doing with this information. So anyway, wow, all those people were cured on that island. Wow. Okay, let me jump back to... Um, 
Uh, yeah, notice uh, we were making that, I was making that point here about, uh, you know, he, pr- he prayed for him. Well, we all pray. Well, let me, let's just look at what Jesus calls prayer. Boy, I find myself guilty of this. Oh, especially when troubles happen. I'm like, <laughs> I have to get a hold of myself because I can get afraid. Down from Myrna's house, I was coming in the, in the Willowbrook Baptist, puts this out, and this is good. It's Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, and it says, Be strong and be of courage. It's Joshua 1, 8. It's right there on Bailey Cove. What do we need to be strong and be of courage for? Well, remember, Joshua took over Moses' responsibility. Moses just, pew, he's passed away. Now, Joshua's got to go to the promised land. There's still those doggone bad guys over there. But God said, don't be afraid. Well, if it didn't matter, God would have said, it don't matter. They're going to scare the daylights out of you, but I'm going to take it. No, it matters. We have got to trust. That's what trusting the Lord is. So anyway, Paul prayed. Now, let's look at prayer from Jesus' standpoint here. Quick little story here. Uh, Luke 18. Richard, how do you know this? (laughs) Because I had to keep reminding myself because I can sure get discouraged. One day, Jesus told his disciples a story to illustrate their need for constant prayer. Notice this constant prayer, or that'd be faith. To show them that they must keep praying until the answer comes. Well, I thought you pray till you find out God says no. No, don't quit. Don't quit. There was a city judge. Now, let's go ahead and get ready to talk. This city judge, Jesus is going to claim, is our God, our Heavenly Father, okay? but this guy's not going to be a nice guy. And that's the point Jesus wants us to make. He's a very godless man. Well, I can't be the Lord. Yeah, but the point is, this guy's going to be the answer to this woman. And Jesus is going to say, don't you think God loves you enough to help you? Anyway, he had contempt for everyone. So you see where Jesus is coming? Jesus is saying, God does not have contempt for everyone. Anyway, a widow of that city. Remember, they treated women like dogs. We ain't got but one woman here this morning, and she probably could explain to us how she's felt all her life and knows what it's like. It's almost like being black people and white people, you know, putting different groups against each other. I don't know anything about that much. But you just don't get her out of here, this widow. She came to help, I mean, came to him frequently. She came a lot of times. Remember, Jesus is talking about constant prayer. Don't give up. To appeal for justice against the man who had harmed her. The judge ignored her for a while. Look at this. But eventually, she got on his nerves. Praise the Lord. Now, wait a minute. You think you could get on Jesus' nerves when he's already knocking on the door saying, I'm here to help. Once you decide you want my help, I'll help you. Notice what uh, she said. He said, I neither fear God nor man. In other words, I don't love men and I don't love God. I don't even think there is a God, okay? He said to himself, but this woman, notice what's doing it, her constant prayer or her constant bugging him, bothers me. Boy, we need to bother the Lord. Wow. I'm going to see that she gets justice for she's wearing me out. Praise the Lord. The Lord said, if even an evil judge can be worn down like that, don't you think God will surely give justice to his people? Man, oh yeah. Who plead with him day and night. Look at the answer. Yes. Look at the rest of the answer. He will answer them quickly. Well, we need quickly when we have a medical problem. Or even anything else we need quickly. Look at this. But the question is. Now here's where, remember. 
James, the brother, said, you've got to use your faith. You've got to trust the Lord's going to do it. When I, the Messiah, return, how many will I find who have faith and are praying? Oh, my goodness, boy. I could make a list of some of my friends that think I'm crazy. Well, I don't care. I'm well. I'm feeling good. <laughs> and I find my wallet when I lose it, and I get gas if I'm out of gas or whatever. Okay. Now, let's go back to a couple of kings here and see what happened. What did they do? Here's some guys in the Old Testament. Let's take, uh, take David first, and then I want to do Hezekiah, and we'll stop. Uh, we're going to take David. David actually just, he wrote it down in a psalm. He just, remember, this was a prayer here, so look what he says. Let's get it all. He said, uh, let me put this in the King James just a moment. Uh, we're used to this in the King James. Look at this right here. He says, bless the Lord, O my soul, all that's within me, bless his holy name. Now, he's not telling anybody else. He's telling himself. Because you need to tell yourself that, oh, Lord, you're my help. You are my help. Those two blind men before Jesus, he said, well, do you believe I'm able to do this? They had to tell themselves and go, you know, yeah. well, yeah, we believe you can make us well. Okay. Oh, my soul. Look at this. Look at this. Now, he's going to name what these benefits are. Now, we know in our society, Richard, you got that job. What, what are your benefits? Okay. We know what that means. Forget not. See, that would be faith or the lack of it. I forgot. All his benefits. Who forgives all thy iniquities, that means your sins, and heals all your diseases. Now, David, you're sticking. David, 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 please, David, you're just, you cannot say that. Oh, yeah, you can too. Let's put it in the Living Bible here. Look at this. He forgives all my sins. He heals me. Wow. 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 Oh, if that's not, I mean, I know, I know. Let's go to, look at, look what he said in the sixth chapter. No, Lord, don't punish me. This is Psalm 6. This is a prayer, remember? And obviously, something got a hold of David. He didn't think he's going to make it. Don't punish me in the heat of your anger. Pity me, O Lord, for I'm weak. Heal me, for my body is sick. And I'm upset and disturbed. My mind is filled with apprehension and gloom. Oh, restore me soon. And I'll tell you what, I did that yesterday. I was like, I was driving. I was like, Lord, help me. You know. Anyway, come, O Lord, make me well. Boy, the arrogance. This is not arrogance. God made us. He's our God. He's there to help us. We're going to be running for something if we don't ask the Lord. In your kindness, save me. And he's not talking about going to heaven. He's talking about whatever was hurting him. Feeling like he's having a heart attack or something. Notice he says, if I die, I cannot give you glory by praising you before my friends. That's a good negotiation term. Look at that. I'm worn out with pain. Every night, my pillow's wet with tears. My eyes are growing old and dim with grief because of all my enemies. Now, he's about done. This is a prayer. You can't stay there all day. Oh, watch this. He says, go, leave me now, you men of evil deeds, for the Lord has heard my weeping and my pleading. He will answer all my prayers. All my enemies shall be suddenly dishonored and terror-stricken and disgraced. God will turn them back in shame. Notice he said he'll answer my prayers. David wrote this down. Okay. Last one. Let's just go see a guy. One of the kings, one of David's, this would be probably his... Great, 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 great grandson, something like that, Hezekiah. 
Oh, it went the wrong way. Second Kings here. And I think we're going to about 19. Let's see. Okay, here we go. See you, Gavin. Okay, but all right, right here. Look at that. Wow, look at this story. He became deathly sick. I mean, we could stop right there and go, boy, that's just, man, I, I can relate. Yeah, boy. Clock's ticking. One day. No, wait, read the story. Now, remember, you can't touch Jesus. And this king here, his daddy, I, I think his daddy, or not, or even his granddaddy, man, they didn't believe nothing. They, they worshipped idols. Hey, we know this guy. He's the one that came up and told him, you're going to die. Man, this guy, he's famous. He said, you're going to die. Well, let's get the story. Isaiah prophet went to visit him. Set your affairs in order. Prepare to die. Well, that's kind of good. We could think that way. Well, I guess my time's come. The old wheel has been spinning. Time for me to go. Especially if the preacher come told me. He had a dream about me. A dream about you. The Lord says, you've got to go. Well, look what Hezekiah does. And see if he acts like that woman Jesus was talking about. And look at this. The Lord says, you, you won't recover. Hezekiah turned his face to the wall. Oh, Lord, he pleaded. He did exactly what his granddaddy did. Psalm 6. Remember how I've always tried to obey you and to please you in everything I do. Well, he wasn't perfect. None of us was perfect. So don't, don't think, well, he's going to get away with one. No. It's like the Lord said, when I come back, am I going to find anybody using this kind of faith? Then he broke down and cried. Oh, oh. Remember, that's what David did. He said, my pillow was wet with tears. All right, here we go. So look what happens. So before Isaiah left the courtyard, man, what a story. Well, you know what's going to happen. You've heard it. The Lord spoke to him. Go back to Hezekiah, the leader of my people. Now, before we go any further, do you think this was just going to happen? Well, that's not the way, the, that's not the way it was laid out. Hezekiah had to do something. So what did he do? Started crying. He didn't go cry to everybody else. He cried to the Lord. Anyway, so here's what happened. Go back to Hezekiah, the leader of my people. Tell him that the Lord God of his ancestor David has heard his prayer. That's the reason we've got to have one. And seen his tears, and I will heal him. And three days from now, he'll be out of bed at the temple. I will add 15 years to his life. Praise the Lord. Hezekiah was not a young guy at this stage anyway. Oh, and also that wasn't the end of it. You know, well, you got your health, but you're going to lose financially. No, and I'm going to save him and this city from the king of Assyria. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And it'll all be done. Why? Well, it's got to be done because Phil Mitchell's such a great guy. Bob, Myrna, Richard. No, it'll all be done for the glory of my own name and for the sake of of my servant David. Praise the Lord. We got all David's prayers. We can go read about David. And then we can go, Lord, I need a little bit of that Hezekiah stuff. Well, you can also get some of that Naaman stuff, the leper. They go, you got a little malignancy there. We're not sure. Don't worry about it. Naaman was told by his little servant girl, the Lord will heal you. Anyway, let's stop. Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you, Lord. We have help with our bodies. Praise the Lord. And Lord, we also have help financially and help in all, any area we could ever imagine. You'll just be there to help us. And so, Lord, we're going to tell others, like David said, what good will it be if I die? I can't, tell, I can't praise you before my friends. So we're going to keep telling, you, telling others what great things you do for us. In Jesus' name we pray.
Amen. Praise the Lord.